Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG podcast. I'm your host this evening, Jaminator, and with me as always is the Ashco 09. Good evening, buddy. How are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. Coming through loud and clear, nice and crisp, which is good. Um, and, and with us as always, well, with us for not as always, um, is uh, is Hilly. Good, uh, good evening, Hilly. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for, again, thanks for volunteering to come on rather than us having to chase someone. Brilliant. Um, but no, yeah, thank you very much for coming on and uh, interested to hear your thoughts about the season so far. So we're going to get straight into it, boys. Um, we're actually going to start not with a league re- review, but we're going to go to review of the predictions made in the last podcast. Uh, I wasn't here for this podcast. I believe it was River, Burger and Ash. Yeah. So, um, Ash, why don't you let us know how those predictions unfolded, please? Yep. So uh, nine predictions came uh, from the last podcast, three uh, from each of ourselves one per division so uh i'll start off i'll just go down the order we've got here so everyone would have lost at least twice uh, i think this was a riverman prediction uh this um is false uh so brian is still undefeated um i believe this is for hang on a minute i believe these first three are for the prem so mm. everyone would have lost at least twice that is false because brian has not lost ash to be winless um, well, let's have a Completely little look at the well. league table. We'll come to that yeah. shortly, but that is also a false. Um, and then number three, Brian still to be top and take four points off Burger. That is actually true. Brian is top of the league and took four points off Burger. Um, well done. Well done. So Whoever that made is... that. Was that River? <laughs> that was, um, was that River? Yeah, it might have been River. <laughs> Bravo. Um, Bravo, River. Right, Championship. Jammin... Uh, well, Jam and Leaky to be undefeated. I suppose half of that is now true. Obviously, the other half we'll come back to later on in the podcast. But uh, Jam, you are undefeated, um, which is a good start. Uh, Jeff and Sofa to be in the promotional spots. That is false. Uh, false. Jeff is not having the best of seasons so far. But so oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, so he's in the playoffs, if you want to call it that. <laughs> he, oh, he's in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, uh, but not the right playoffs. <laughs> Um, and then Jam and Aaron to be on maximum points. This is false because um, you've both drawn the game. Yeah. Uh, and then going into League One, uh, Gaz to be in the top two, Wiz to be in the playoffs. This is false. Andy Brill not to be bottom. That is true. We. <laughs> yeah. Make a little uh, recording of that part, Andy. Andy not bottom. <laughs> Uh, Gazgrass to win and uh, last prediction for it was Gazgrass to win all four of his next games this is false he actually won three uh, three of them and drew one um, so all in all that is four yeah four three yeah, three and a half three, four, three yeah. and a half yeah not bad three not and bad. a half out of nine so not bad if considering you our previous numbers, experience yeah considering our previous experience with predictions actually that's that's a win we'll, uh, we'll take that <laughs> Yeah. Um, right, boys, we're going to jump straight into the Prem. Okay, so again, you've touched on it there, Ash. Um, Brian is top. In fact, it's the case of the three Bs. It's uh, Brian, Berger and Bunsey are our, are our top three. Um, uh, you know, so Brian undefeated, six wins, two draws. Berger um, is, uh, he's having a, he's, by his standard, he's having a quite a poor season. I know he's second, but hear me out on this. You know, he's um, he's lost three games already. Yeah. Um, so for me, that you know, for him, that that is quite poor. Um, Bunsey having a fantastic season so far, up in third. 
Then we get Sweaty Bananas, Joe, Mark, Paul, Ash, Sean, Plunkett, Ben Welser, Suited. And yeah, the person who I haven't talked about yet is Jaxie. So he's at the complete opposite end of the table to where he was last season. He is 14th, rock bottom, six games played, one win, one draw and four losses. So um, Ash, we'll, we'll come to you first. Obviously, you're in the Prem. Yeah. Uh, I guess well, before we go on to the main topic of discussion, which has to be Jaxie, um, you're um, you're doing not too bad yourself, you know, sort of a mixed bag. Yeah. Two wins, three draws, three losses. Talk us through your season so far. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 I've played. Um, yeah, I mean, the game. There's three games there uh, that perhaps are a bit unfortunate not to have wins. So it could have been uh, it could have been another scenario. Um, obviously, two draws against Mark was a bit unlucky not to win. Uh, win those games um, and then Berger first game of the season obviously I think I've mentioned on the last podcast it was 2-0 up with uh, 15 minutes to go and it all went patong um, but and obviously Jaxie took four points off Jaxie which you know is a prayer for me in the past that I've never taken anything off so you know those four points are very very valuable and I sort of look at the first couple of games that I've played. Um, I've played Berger and Jaxi, two of the favourites for the uh, for the title. Um, out and they're all out of the way. So you know, I, I'm happy with who I've played um, already. I, I am happy. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> this league is going to be very, very, very close. I think this season. Um, I, I mean, do you think do you think where Jaxi is cheapens the result against him though, or not? Uh, no, because as we've seen in the past, Jaxi can win with whoever he's got. Um, you know, he is arguably the best player on the site on his day. Um, and he's won the league, you know, in the past quite comfortably with, you know. I mean, I know his squad is a bit lower rated compared to others. Um, but that's that's not an excuse, I don't think, because of the how good he is. Um and, uh, you know, it's a bit of a false position, I think, because, you know, I mean, just sort of looking at the games that he has played, um, he's played Suited, Sweaty, uh, myself, um, and I'm not sure who his next uh, next games are. But um, I, I, I mean, mean, that was that was going to be my next question. Is, is it is it a false position? Based on when you played him, did it feel like the normal Jaxie or did it feel like there was something off? Was he trying something um, different? Well... It, it clearly wasn't the normal Jaxie because the normal Jaxie would have put about six or seven past me. Um, so, no, <laughs> in that aspect, it's not the normal Jaxie. I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe those lower rated players against the sort of high rated players, maybe you're starting to see that um, uh, that level. I mean, no, I, the, rate, the ratings I, gap is, yeah, is getting bigger, isn't it? I mean, I mean, just looking at his squad, his, his highest rated defender is a 74 rated um and when you're going up against the likes of a, a you know 80 odd 81 82 rated players then maybe you start to see the difference but um uh, yeah i think it is a bit of a false position and i fully expect him to by the time we do the next podcast that he will be out of those spots going up towards the uh, the top i mean I think maybe the title is probably now gone away from him. I'm just looking at the difference between. I mean, I mean, yeah. Can can you lose four games? 
well, and, and win the title. You that's know, that, it. That's, that's the argument, isn't well, it? When you've got Brian, yeah. who's not lost, or you know, he's not lost a single game, and Berger, who yeah has lost three. Yeah. But, I mean, Brian's already got a seven-point lead. Um, yeah. Hilly, well, moving on to you, Hilly, just for a second. If we concentrate more on the top of the table in this aspect, um, yeah. we, we've, we've sort of talked about um, hyping up Brian and, and Berger and Jaxie. And the other guy, obviously, Ben, was one of the guys tipped to be um, to be up there. He's like Jaxie, struggling in the playoffs at the moment um, at the bottom of the table. But do you think that um, – do you see now with the way it's panning out, it'll be between Berger and Brian, or do you see maybe um, Sweaty sort of, you know, pushing for, for the top two as well, or maybe even Bunsey? What, what's your thoughts? So, that I mean, I was, when you first said that statement about Jakesy, you know, losing four, that's him out of the title. I mean, this is probably the most competitive Premier League mm. because of Absolutely. the new additions. I mean, you look down and you look – Berger, like I said, already lost three games, and you can never write him off anyone but Berger and all that. Mm. Buncey, he's obviously played uh, a couple less matches at the time of the podcast, but if he wins those two games, then he's second point, so that mm. put him on 19. to so be one point behind Brian. And then again, you've got Ali, Sweaty Bananas for you. He's he's absolutely brilliant as well. So you can't rule him out. So And I mean, Joe, even Joe, he's lost four already. He's had probably a good season from his standards, but I don't know, going back to the top, I think the top four will be the top four come the end of the season. I think Buncey, on his day, he can beat most people. Um, I don't know how his record is against people in the top division. Um, haven't checked that out, if I'm being honest. But, um, mm. yeah, I think I think the four defeats, I don't know, because Berger and Ali, sweaty, um, they are brilliant players and they've already lost that amount of games. So I, I, I can see it being... It's going to go right down to the wire. It really, really is. I think there's, a, there's still a lot of FIFA to go. Um, but you've got. I mean, to... I think I think when you when you talk about Bunsey, I think potentially I don't know if he's got Paul to play because I'm just looking at the fixtures. I don't know whether it's Paul he needs to play or not. But Paul, you know, again, same. If Bunsey doesn't pick up points and Paul does, and Paul gets maximum points, which he's more than capable of doing, he then is in second place. So, like I say, it's it's early stages, isn't it? At the end of the day, and the table is going to shift so much. Mm-hmm. I just think personally, getting to the Jacksy situation when your biggest rivals in Berger and Brian are already building up a point gap of what's Jaxie on four, you know, nine points to Berger and, and 16 points to Brian. I, I think with the quality of those two players, I do think that's, that's insurmountable. Yeah. And like you yeah. say as well, I've just looked at Jaxie's fixtures. So he played suited recluse in round one, um, Ali sweaty bananas in round two. Um, where is he? Ash in round three. And Wells are in round four. Um, so if, we, again, if we're looking at those, they're, they're winnable, aren't they? They are winnable fixtures. No offence, Ash, but no. Know. No, for Jake, for Jakesy, absolutely, he should be, shouldn't he? Really, um, if he's you know going to be tight to winning the title, then they're games that you should be picking up points. Again, no offence to anyone because they're all better than me. But um, <laughs> yeah, again, that that, <laughs> that should be comfortable for him. I think it's going to be an interesting one to see. Um, to see the the position shift as, as we move into the next podcast in two weeks time i don't see an awful lot of shift at the the very bottom and the very top but i think that mid-range will just completely be different so if you took a screenshot now <laughs> i would hazard a guess to say that not a single person will be in the same position maybe not. um and that, that that's, that's what i would feel um, in terms of the golden boot, it's not something we always talk about. Um, some people don't really pay much attention to it, but um, Isak and Che Adams are the uh, the top goal scorers, 15 each. Closely followed, to be fair, by Rashika and, and Brout Harland. So the top four have all got 
a goal scorer in there. And obviously Joe fifth, he's got his in, in fifth as well with Timo Werner. So, um, Werner's actually, gone, hasn't he? Yeah, Sorry, Werner's Timo actually Werner. just been traded for Aubameyang. So that, who knows, maybe Aubameyang could, could push Joe up the league. We'll, we'll see. Um, but for me, I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. You've got to look at the likes of uh, Berger having Haaland, and if Haaland isn't top goal scorer come the end of the season, you know that's for me that's a little bit of a disappointment. You know, paying I think is it seven or eight million in wages per game week. Mm. Um, you know, for one player uh, when he's 87 rated, he needs to be up there really. So I think um, he would admit himself he'd be disappointed if he's not getting getting amongst the uh, the sort of high 20s, if not early 30s, in terms of the season. Um, right, boys, before we move on, anything else anyone wants to mention about the Prem? Nope, happy. No, uh, I don't think so. Um, cool. No. Perfect. Right, so what we'll do is we're just going to skip over to the golf for a quick update from Bertie, and then we'll head back into League One. So, Bertie, if you don't mind, take it away with your golf update, please. Thanks, guys, and welcome to the golf section of the podcast. We are currently in the midst of one of our famous AG Ryder Cup golf events. This pits Southern Englanders against a rest of the world selection. We play nine pair games, either foursomes or four ball, and then follow that with nine singles matches. After the foursomes and four balls were played, the scores were tied at four and a half each. And then we went into the singles. Southern Englanders had wins through Riverman, Burgoboy and Suit Recluse. Meanwhile, Joe and Tunners racked up victories for the rest of the world team. Tied around ended in a tie, where Welze tied against Red Rhinoceros representing the rest of the world. Rhino was four down at one stage and made an incredible comeback in definitely the match of the event so far. There are three matches to go and Southern Englanders Andy Brill Wiz Fox and Bonsi will be hoping to have victories over Sean, myself and Wince. They will be finished this week and once the event is concluded and the winners get their 2 million scudo extra, we will be then back on to our regular AG tour. Until next time, thanks guys. Okay, cheers Bertie, thank you very much. So, boys, League One, um, Hilly, this is where you are currently uh, residing this season. Um, we'll come to you in a second. We'll just have a quick scan across the uh, the results so far. Uh, not surprisingly, we've got Wince in first. Potentially surprisingly, we've got Ryan Jones in second. Very surprisingly, we've got Diadex and Tuggy in third and fourth. Um, We'll sort of park it there, and we'll talk about the rest of the division in a second. Um, Hilly, I mean, what what do you think? I mean, Diadex is is third. You know, he's normally down there with your best friend Andy in terms of propping the table up, and, and the ever elusive Tuggy um, seems to have had a good start as well. What do you think about those two this season? Uh, well, yeah, Al Diadex, absolutely fair play to him. He's he's I don't know where that's come from, but um, no, yeah, he's uh, he's. He's playing quite a few head-to-heads, if I remember rightly. Um, looking at that table, he's up there in the top three or four most games played. Um, so I don't know. I'm guessing he's just had a second win and wanted to. Yeah, exactly. No, he's he, he's doing really, really well. Again, I think he's probably higher than he would have ever imagined. I don't think that's harsh to say. But um, no, he's riding the wave and he's really enjoying it. So fair play to him. And Tuggy, oh, Tuggy. I've never beat Tuggy ever in anything ever and he's already beat me this season so um 
yeah, two of uh, his wins uh, come from me, um, both by one goal. But uh, yeah, Tuggy, I don't know what it is. I was two goals up in the first and yeah, comfortable again in the second, but he just turned it around in the last dying embers of the game. Uh, but yeah, I can't can't keep up with him. So again, they're doing really, really well. Um, again, will those four be the top four? Probably the top two, you'd say, will be up there. Wince, absolutely. Ry Jones. We all know what, what Ry Jones is like. <laughs> if he can keep hold of his uh, cash, his players, yeah, exactly, in his yeah. cash, then uh, he'll be up there, absolutely. But uh, if he goes all uh, Ry Jones on himself, then uh, he, he might have difficulty. But the top two, I think... Wince will definitely Ry Jones will be in the playoffs at least the other two I think Tuggy's good enough for the playoffs uh, Diadex I hope for his sake so he can keep it up but Willie probably not unfortunately for him so it's interesting because <clears throat> I, I actually would argue that Diadex I kind of hope he doesn't and, and I'm I'm a friend of his so I, I hope in I hope he has a good season but I feel like similar to how when I've had discussions with um, Tunners, for example, this season, um, he sort of said to me the other night playing in our league games, oh, I wish I was back in the League One, you know, because the, the skill gap maybe or the, the quality is a bit different and you're playing maybe a higher quality player and, and things like that. So I think if Diadex, you know, we've seen him, he's, he probably won't, he won't like me for saying it, but it's a fair comment. You know, he's quit the leagues a few times. I think if he ended up going into the championship, there's a potential there that um, that he maybe wouldn't uh, get on as well and would uh, would find himself maybe, you know, regretting that decision to, to do so well and, and, and maybe looking at either dropping down or even dropping out of the league setup. Hopefully that's all, all me making it up and, and that wouldn't happen, but who knows? Um Tuggy again is a bit of a mystery. Don't play him enough to uh, to understand. But um, looking past those guys, Ash, um, moving down into uh, to Gaz and Storm, obviously making up the playoff positions, mm. um, and also MJG just out there as well. Mm. Um, again, we'll, we'll leave it there. We'll, we'll come on to eighth below in a moment. But those three, again, you would you'd imagine are going to be pushing for playoff contention as well. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, you know, MJG. Uh, just on the cuff, just outside of goal difference um, out there. Payne Wales. I mean, Payne's a really surprising mm. one because uh, he lost, I think, was his first first couple of he games. He lost his first four, I think, First all in four a row. games. And, mm. I mean, I had Payne quite high up um, to mm. do quite well. And, you know, maybe we've hit the turning point with Payne. And by the time we come to the next podcast, he'll be pushing, you know, sort of third, fourth spot. Um, but those four defeats might come... I mean, he's lost five. He's won three, lost five. Those five defeats might come a little bit costly come the end of the mm. season. Um, so if there's, if there's one division, you can do that, though. We've said about the Prem, you know, you can't afford... If you want to win the title, you can't afford to lose that many games. Yeah. Championship, you can't afford to lose that many games. Yeah. League One, perhaps. I think you maybe, you maybe can. Yeah, perhaps. But um, no more. No more, any more than five or six. I think that's too many. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think they're all three of those: MJG, Payne, even Harry. I mean, I think it's going to be MJG and Payne out of those three. I think Harry has the tendency to sort of falter away a little bit. Um, but those two will obviously um, be uh, will be sort of in and out of those playoff spots. Mm. I think when we, like I say, when we drop down, obviously, you know, you've got Harry, Payne, Wiz, yourself, Hilly, I'll come to you in a second. Um, Brill, as we discussed, he's not bottom, he's, he's sitting there in 12th. And, you know, yeah, absolutely, round of applause. <laughs> and then, you know, surprisingly, we've got, you know, two Rhino. playoff contenders, oh, yeah. you know, down, down there Rhino. in 
13th, 14th. So what, what, what do you think about that? Are you surprised um, or not? Yes, I am surprised. I mean, Rhino, I know Rhino loves a good mention on this podcast. I'm just looking at his last couple of results um, uh, against Wince and... Oh, and Payne, actually, as well. We can talk about those two. So, uh, it was uh, in his two games against Payne, it was a 6-2 defeat and a 7-0 defeat. So, that's 13 goals. And then against Wince, it's a 7-0 defeat and a 6-1 defeat. It's another 13 goals. So, it puts him on minus 26 goals already. He's got a goal difference, mm. um, which is a big, big problem. And then Worm, I, I don't know what's going on with Worm because the Worm we're seeing this season, he's not got a win yet. He's got one point. Um, it's a completely different player to what we've seen in the past. You know, this is a, this is a guy that was at one point was looking like he was going to win the league. Um, you know, mm. was I don't was it last season or the season before that? I think. Yeah, last season. Uh, last, was it last season. season. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I'm really shocked to see Worm down there. Um, I not, mean, yeah, like I say, not not won a game, not won a game. Well, yet. that's it. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm surprised to see them too. They won't stay down there. I know they won't. I think both Worm and Rhino will push up. Whether they're going to push up towards those playoff spots, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But there's still a long, there's there's still a number of ways it can go. But, yeah, Worm and Rhino will definitely be not in those bottom two come the next podcast. I mean, again, it's, I think it puts that pressure on, doesn't it? And obviously, Hilly will come to you now because, you know, you've only picked up eight points so far out of eight games, you know, so yeah, not too bad, eight, you know, point per game. But I know you probably would have thought you'd be you'd be doing better and we, we certainly would have tipped you to do better as well. I think when you're there and you're in 11th position, do you, do you feel that pressure going into every game where... I need to get three points. I need to get three points. I mean, Berger's one of these that always says, look, as long as I get three points per fixture, I'm happy. However, I think when you're sort of mid-table, well, below mid-table, um, there's maybe a bit more pressure on you to, to do to do better. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'd completely agree with that. Um, and to be fair, I, I've kind of had that mindset going into the last game against Wizfox, thinking... I need to get three points at least. Um, I managed to get four, um, although that was very harsh because the second game it was four three to him until like the ninety third minute or something ridiculous, and I managed to get a get a point there. So apologies, Wizzy, for that. Um, but yeah, absolutely right. I think the pressure, like you said, the pressure is just ramped up, and you're putting it on yourself more than anything, which is only going to hinder your own performance. And um, I mean. Love him to bits, obviously, but Andy Brill, he puts quite a bit of pressure on himself, especially if he scores first. He, you know, he then gets into sweary Andy, and uh, we've all heard uh, heard him lose it before. Um, and uh, yeah, again, I think that's absolutely fair. I mean, I've had an okay season, um, kind of win one, lose one, really. That's exactly how it's gone, to be honest, um, with a few draws here and there. The biggest game of the season, though, me versus Andy Brill is round five, which is next. So. Uh, yeah, I've already uh, started winding him up about that and getting in his head nice and early. Hey, mate, but, if, he, um, if, if he beat, if he gets six points against you, he's uh, he'll overtake you. Uh, exactly. That's not going to happen. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely. No, we, yeah, we always have a bit of banter and a bit of stick with it. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, no different this season. But uh, yeah, it's always a close game. To be fair with him, I, he he gets a few pummelings for a few people, but honestly, he knows how I play. So. Uh, we always have tight games and yeah, always look forward to it. So um, yeah, roll it, roll on this week at some point. Fantastic. I mean, again, we, we've just touched on, on it as well. Um, again, in terms of uh, Golden Boot, Inaki Williams, it, for me, it was never going to be anybody else. Um, 18 goals leads the way. Uh, Wint is actually second in the running as well with Vinicius Junior. 
surprisingly, Joseph Martinez, uh, Worm, has scored 10 goals um, and he's yet to win a game. So work that one out. Um, that's absolutely bizarre, but uh, fair enough. And and again, you know, credit to Rye Jones and Wince. You know, they're, they're, uh, they're doing very well this season. It's probably going to be difficult to see anyone else doing any better, but we'll uh, we'll see. So, uh, well, the one thing I will say, actually, before I move on from League One is, um, again, I guess you don't really look at the golden boot so much as the red cards. Um, again, you, there's there's so many red cards, um, whether it's like you've said, whether it's people losing their head, whether it's just the, the lack of the lack of quality down there. I don't know. But um, it's uh, it's an interesting one against um, Brilly. Sorry, uh, he's, he's neither of his centre backs are playing the first game against me. De Ligt and John Stones are both uh suspended so Fantastic. if i don't win game one then uh yeah i might be struggling for the future <laughs> just put three strikers on you'll be all right great shout i'm writing that down now <laughs> um, right boys we're gonna just jump over um just to talk a bit about f1 no f1 segment from joe this week because i think he's on his holidays so we're gonna talk about it ourselves so last night was uh, abu dhabi uh Bunsey and plunkett picking up the wins in division one and two respectively obviously us, us three all race in division one um the, the division that Andrew Brill will be in next season. Um, so, I mean, looking at uh, the, the overall standings um, for the division now that we're, we're finished, Bunsey topped the division on 374, myself 100 points behind. I mean, that's, I, I think I've had quite a good season, to be honest. I've won quite a few races, and Bunsey's 100 points ahead of me. So it just proves how much of a fantastic season and a good driver he is. Um, and then we've got Golden Beard on 206 behind me. So they're the top three. Um, D2, I've, I've put in four races. So Andy Brill, 424 points, wins the season. Plunkett behind on 351. And Riverman just pipping Bertie to third place. 216 for River, 212 for Bertie. Um, going into next season, um, what do we what do we think, boys? Because so Ash, you've not, you don't do F1 quite as much as we do. Um, you sort of you dip in and out in terms of the the races. Um, this season, you're in a Ferrari. Um, yeah. Do you think, based on your performance, you'll probably be there again this season in a Ferrari, next season? Sorry, in a Ferrari, or what do we think? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, well, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I say I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, it, this season's sort of been a bit <clears throat> on and off. Because Monday nights haven't been the best night for me to make, but hopefully, um, I will make more of an effort from uh, for next season. Um, yeah, I mean, I've always enjoyed it. Um, the races in Division One. I've never seen. Obviously, I've never seen anywhere near the top. Um, but I always been that sort of mid towards the uh, the bottom pack. Um, but yeah, I've enjoyed it in the Ferrari. So um, yeah, if you want to keep it that way, Joe, that's, that's fine. With me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you, I don't know. Um, you know, obviously Andy Brill's coming up. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see the sort of um, the sort of uh, like, to see who comes up and who goes down from each division. Mm. Um, the next season i mean hilly yourself um you're uh, you've been again quite quite steady this season really in that in that red bull um you know a fair few incidents as well um what, yeah. what do we think for next season looking forward to next season hope you're in a similar car or what do we think yeah i think i think i, I can't go up i mean i'm in the red bull which all right is uh one of brilly's mercedes but it doesn't matter because brilly's going to be joining us next season in div one um uh i don't think i well i've offered joe i've said to joe that you know if someone does come up and you need someone to go down i said i'd happily do that whoa, um, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, be careful whoa, what you do on here mate hold on a second be careful what you oh, say on, on here 
But, um, How many I... times have you given me stick in the party yesterday? You cannot say that. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> that oh, uh, it won't. It won't be happening. But um, I've offered him. Uh, yeah, I've offered it. If anyone does, if if there's an imbalance or whatever, but I can't see it happening. If I'm being honest, um, trending back quickly. Uh, I would happily be in a rebel again next season in Div One. I won one race this season, and that was more than I expected. It was in a wet Britain, I think it was. Um, and yeah, that was more than I anticipated. I'm kind of known for getting a lot of penalties in Division One, but um, yeah, no, I'll happily, happily stick in Div One in the Red Bull. Um, if yeah, it's been a great season. I really enjoyed it. I love Monday nights. A really good crack. And uh, yeah, they are. No, they're brilliant, aren't really they? they? I, I look forward to Monday nights. I'll be honest, it's probably the best best night of the week for uh, for Xbox for me. F1 and then some uh, some head-to-head games. It's uh, it's one I always look forward to. Um, looking at uh, Division Two, I mean, again, we, we've we've obviously joked. Nothing's been confirmed, but I mean, Brilly has to come up, doesn't he? I think so, but it's one of them. He if he gets his way, his choice. I don't think he wants to come up. And there is a debate, isn't there, for an argument that you know you look at his fastest times in a Mercedes mm-hmm. are not beating anyone in division one um so there is a debate there is an argument to be had um again joe's obviously going to make the the decisions um it's a tough one isn't it because i don't know if brilly comes up does he get a mercedes i mean we've not had a mercedes in the div one before so i don't know if that's something to explore going forward or, or what i really really don't know I mean, Joe's already announced that uh, today, um, as, as we record, that there'll be no league now until October when the sort of leagues reset in FIFA as well. Um, instead, we're going to be having sort of, what, seven weeks or so of um, events on a, on a Monday night based on like, you know, F2 and, and all this other stuff. So potentially like we did before last season, you know, get some races in mixed divisions see how people come out on top and you know if, if Brilly can hold his own fair enough if not then that's up to him I mean Plunkett again in a McLaren you give him a Red Bull or a Mercedes in Division 1 he would be absolutely fine you'd imagine yeah um, he did very well but uh, but yeah no it's an interesting one again I think the thing the nice thing about the F1 is again there is no pressure and at the moment there is no definite um, relegation promotion picture if you want to stay up you stay up if you want to go down you go down all this sort of stuff so I think um it's interesting, and and the fact that you Joe can allocate the cars, whereas let's say for example Jaxi turned around and had Burger's squad in the Prem, and then said actually I want to drop down to League One in in the AG in the AG leagues, that that wouldn't happen. You couldn't just give him a shit squad. It doesn't work like that. Um, so yeah, no, it's interesting, and hopefully uh, roll on October as quick as possible so we can get playing again. Um, yep. Right, boys. So the uh, the last league to review is the championship, the uh, the controversial championship this season. Um, so uh, the top two, um, unsurprisingly, perhaps, is myself and Aaron. Um, we've then got Sofa, Riverman, Lost Boy, and Wardy in the playoffs. Um, we've got the middle pack, and then we've got sort of Jeff, Raz, Tunners, and Blakey. So Blakey is—he's um, down there, obviously, in the bottom because um, we've just got the news today that he's—he's he's quit the league. So all of his results going forward will be devoted to uh, one-nil wins to his opponent. So um, good news is for Tunners and Raz, they're going to get at least two wins this season. Um, but uh, looking at, um, at the division, um, Hilly—I mean, I'll, I'll come to you first. Um, 
I guess, I guess we'll start with the top of the uh, top of the championship. Maybe no real surprises that, that myself and Aaron are there, but um, maybe a bit surprising that we're absolutely identical in terms of records. The only difference is he's scored two more and I've conceded two less. Hence why he's, he's top of the league. But uh, maybe what everybody expected, I don't know. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Definitely, you two. Um, yeah, would have been everyone's predictions to come top two, um, and it's interesting to see as well. So you both drawn a game, and you've drawn so jam you drew against sofa and Aaron mm, yeah, four, drew four. against bertie so again two different people um mm. you know what round you two are playing each other in as well that'd be so interesting we're, we're playing again. we're actually playing tomorrow night so probably Ooh. tonight when this comes out potentially um but yeah hopefully we so it'll be wednesday night we're going to stream it hopefully i think and uh it'd be an interesting one for people to watch so uh yeah i think again it is crunch time isn't it i think whoever wins that game potentially could go on and win the win the division um especially with uh, with blakey dropping out because he was the one who looked with his previous results like he was going to really challenge us um so him dropping out presents us with a good opportunity to create a bit of a gap so we'll uh, we'll see what happens um I think we have to mention Sofa as well. I know he's played two more games than, than anybody else, but again, Sofa, he was my bogey player. When I got four points against Sofa, I was like praising the gods. Like I was so happy because he, for me, is really, really tricky the way he plays. And it's this thing, obviously, he's not German, he's Austrian, but he's got this German humour to him where if he scores a goal, he'll go absolutely mental and he'll celebrate like he's, you know, like he's just scored the winner in real life at a cup final. And it irritates me so much because I'm, <laughs> I do that typical British thing of, oh, oh, unlucky, mate. Oh, it's just a game, you know, or whatever, like Ash does as well. Um, you know, and then Sofa's there just giving it both barrels, you know, yeah, come on, I can't, you know, and it's, oh, it just, it winds me up so much. But he knows it. He's, he knows he does it like that and it winds me up as well, which is, is why he does it. Um but uh, I think Ash, the 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 big the big shock, uh, well not shock, but the big benefactor I should say of Blakey dropping out of the league is uh, Riverman. Um, so Riverman had two heavy losses to Blakey, um, and was in negative goal difference. Those two one nil wins have turned it around. He's now fourth with a plus seven goal difference. Yeah. Um, so he's a huge benefactor of that decision, isn't he? Yeah. Well, that's it. Um, I mean. But by default, obviously, but you know, I, I wouldn't be moaning. Um, you know, he's obviously full for 17 points. He has got that giving him that goal difference again now. Um, it is what it is. So, yeah, it has benefited him. Um, so he's got to use that to his advantage. What do you make of the rest of the division? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yourself and um, yourself and Aaron is top two. That's going to stay like that. There needs to be uh, there needs to be an inquest if uh, if it doesn't stay like that. Um, <laughs> Looking at the teams we are as well, we're some sort of financial fair play super league we are as well. PSG and Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, but, I mean, looking at the rest of the division, the playoff spots so far, yeah, I mean, you've hit the nail on the head. I think Sofa's a cracking player and um, he is a player that would do well in the Prem. Um, so I'm not surprised to see him there. Riverman, not surprised. Um, Wardy, Wardy's an interesting one because he came down from the, the Prem last season, didn't he? Um, uh, yeah, he did uh, come no, down. Season, season, before. season before. Season before. Oh, yeah. okay. Season before, yeah. Yeah. Myself, Soggy... Um, River and somebody else, oh, Aaron, that came yeah. down from the Prem last yeah, that's season. It. Um, so perhaps a little bit surprised to see him there. Oh, I mean, maybe you know, I, I mean, I don't play him enough really, so maybe it's not a surprise. Um, but I mean, the names in the middle, Bry, Bertie, 
Satie. I mean, Satie was in. Satie's another one that I think has benefited um, from the leaky. Uh, mm. because Satie was in the relegation spots earlier um, and those two wins have now propelled him into mid-table. Um, so I, th- I still think, you know, Brian Bertie, I think, will be on the cuff of those playoff spots. Satie, um, I, I think he's going to stay up. I think he'd be in those mid-table spots. I don't think he's going to push for the playoffs, um, but I do think he will stay up in that division. And then coming down towards the bottom, oh, there can't really be too many surprises. Jeff, maybe to an extent. Um, you know, obviously, Jeff, I'm surprised to see in the playoff, but Raz and Tunners both came up from League One last year. Um, and, I mean, well, it, it all depends, It all depends, really, doesn't it, on what happens with, with Blakey's position, because if he that, that position remains unfilled, mm. then... Again, that's a massive get out of jail free card there for the likes of Saiti, Soggy, Raz, and Tunners because that's one of the automatic automatic relegation slots gone. Yeah, you know, you literally it's it'll be two from four rather than three from four that yeah. go down. Yeah. Um, so for me, you know, if I was Soggy, Saiti, Raz, and Tunners, I'll leave Jeff out of it because again, similar to Jacksey, I think that's a false position. I think Jeff gets in his own head too much when he plays and he, he rages and you know controllers fly everywhere and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Sure. Um, I think that, you know, Saiti, Soggy, Raz and Tunnels will be the bottom four. Um, you know, and again, it'll be two from two from four that, that go. And for me, I do think, unfortunately, it will be Raz and Tunnels. I think that Soggy will have enough. He'll he'll grind out some draws and, and start to pull himself away, get into ninth or tenth. And I think Saiti potentially will be the, the, the winner um, of the relegation playoff against either Raz or Tunnels. But again... You know, Raz and Tunners on their day could could easily turn Satie over and vice versa. Um, but it is going to be two of the three that came up potentially going straight back down, in in, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Would you agree, Hilly? Yeah, absolutely. I was just thinking, Soggy, um, I don't know what... It, normally, I wouldn't expect him to be that far down the table and looking at recent results, I mean... You you beat him jam three two and two nil three nil apologies were they comfortable games? Or... <sighs> yeah, the, do you know it's really interesting? I'm I'm not saying there's any sort of school doggery or or nonsense going on, but the game I invited him um, was was like easy street. You know, again it was three nil and it was quite straightforward. He invited me to a game and it was totally different. He came out. And absolutely, and this was the second game to be fair. So maybe he was there was pressure because I'd beaten him in the other one. But he came out and he absolutely threw everything at me. And within about 20, 25 minutes, I was two 0 down. And I was like, shit, like, you know, again for me, it's that like, again, he's probably gonna love this because he's in my mind rent free. But in Aaron was at the front of my head, and I was like, I cannot lose to Soggy. I cannot <laughs> lose to Soggy because Aaron will be all over it. So I was like, I have to pull this back. And again, managed to get to 2-2, made a couple of substitutions. Soggy went close, nearly nearly got to uh, to 3-2. I managed to go up the other end and score, making it making it 3-2 myself and then sort of played out the last five minutes and managed to come over the win. But again, that second game was just completely different. The speed he was playing at was, was like nothing. It was bizarre compared to the first game. So for me, especially if there's nothing dodgy gone on there and it's genuinely just the way he was playing... I think he's doing himself such a disservice by playing the way he played in the first game, which was very within himself, reserved, defensive, and and 
and quite you know almost like Bertie ball or Satie ball you know people say you know quite passy and and, and not much not much um, penetration yeah whereas actually in the second game he came out and, and he, he really went for it and you know he was 2-0 up against me he could have easily then retreated back into his you know um defense mindset after that but but didn't you know so yeah it's a bit of a weird one really i do think that he will survive though i think he'll have yeah. enough to grind out some some results and again you put Sati against Soggy for me. Soggy is the better player, so I, d- I do think he'll um, he'll uh, he'll manage to, to to stay up. I mean, a special mention for Sati as well. He, to be fair to him in his personal life, he's going through some real tough times with COVID and stuff. So you know, again, Berger said it on the last pod, but hopefully he gets well soon. He's on the mend, but yeah. yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's um, it's you know, he's he when when I played him, I mentioned it in the uh, in the party the other week. He he wasn't himself when we played our league games. He um, you know, he gave up a few passes that you know maybe say you without that sort of head fog just would never have done. Um, and 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 let me get in there to win some 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 uh, some easy games there really. But yeah, I think look the championship. You know, you take me and uh, me and Aaron out of it. It's I mean, look at it. You know, there's what. Well, there's six points separating the next six people. Um, so I think it's as competitive as ever. Um, funnily enough, you know, we, we say about the um, the controversy of myself dropping down. Um, weirdly, and again, I know it's easy to say this now, and people might say I'm, 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 I'm not telling the truth, but actually I'm kind of disappointed that I did drop down because you see the way the Prem's turned out this season – I actually would have liked to have been in amongst that ash. I think that I'd have liked to have been in there and seen what I could do against, you know, a week and Jaxi and these new lads that have come in. So part of me regrets the decision, but at the same time, you know, someone had to drop down and I think Plunkett didn't want to because, you know, he won the relegation playoff. Um, so that's, that's fair enough. And I was the next one above that. So it, it, it made sense for me to drop rather than the likes of Sean or Paul, who, who were also offering. I mean, bloody hell, you know, if Paul would have dropped down, Jesus, you know, that would have been, that would have been terrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, looking at the way I, he's playing this I, season. I, um, yeah. I mean, I played Paul earlier in the league. Um, he's crazy. Well, I, think it, I think it was Paul anyway. Um, <laughs> of course, we'll never, never know for sure. But, um, yeah. I mean, I, it finished uh, the first game. I was three nil down within 15 minutes. Um, so yeah, I mean, I only took a point off him in the end. Um, so it went four points his way, but he he will definitely stay up in the prem this season. So in a way, I'm oh, quite gotcha. I'm quite glad he didn't go down to the championship because if he played like he has this season, he'd have wiped it. Yeah, a hundred percent. He'd have um he'd have been destroying people left, right, and centre. So no, but it's interesting anyway. The, the championship, just like the other divisions, uh, very interesting. Uh, golden boot wise, again, we've got Aaron and myself. Um, I've got twelve goals with Jesus. Aaron eleven with uh, Simeone Verdi. And Morata's got eleven as well. But again, very much what we see is the trend. Obviously, the top players with the top scorers makes sense. Um, and yeah, roll on tomorrow, or maybe what would be today when you guys are listening to this, when me and Aaron play each other. Um, right, boys. Um, we've come to the end of the uh, the, the league discussion. Um, I think um, the only thing, obviously, to, to mention is um, is going forward. I think the teams have been announced, Hilly, for the the, the COD event. Um, this isn't something we've yep. put in the, um, the the running order. But again, just um, a bit of a heads up as to when when it starts, when it's due to start. Yeah, brilliant. Do we, so do we know that yet? Yeah. Uh, we don't have a date yet. No, we're just putting things together. We're trying to make it um, live as soon as possible, really. Just need to um, get the spreadsheet going um, and functioning, and then we should be good to go. Yes, the teams are done. 
Um, so we've got some interesting team names uh, this time round as well. Personal favourite has got to be Ash and Gaz's. Uh, Ash, do you want to reveal what you're called? Yeah, we will be going. Can I guess? Can I guess? I've not seen it. Go on, what is, it? is it Gash? No. Oh, no. that would have been so much that better. Been a good, that was <laughs> a good one, actually. <laughs> that is a good one. The, it should have been the. It should have been the Gash Cohen 09. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, me and Gaz will be going in this season as Ash and Ass. Yeah, that's, that's it. Ash and Ass. Or Ass or Ass. If you want to call it Ash and Ass, I think. <laughs> we'll go with that. But yeah, no, we've got the team. So, we've got, uh, I'll read through the teams if that's all right quickly. So, we've got Sofa and Jeff are together. Plunkett and Joe, for me, that's, they've got to be early favourites. Uh, Buncey and Diadex together. Big Tom P and Big B together. So, big team there. Uh, Ash and Gaz, we already said. Uh, Emotional Worm has pulled me, unfortunately, for him. Brilly uh, and Sean are obviously called Spare Plates because of Brilly. Um, Harry and Sweaty Bananas for you are together. Dearest Storm and Lost Boy and Paulos and Aaron are together. Um, yes, so we've got the teams in place. We just want to get it going as soon as possible really there's a few maps this time as well so when we did it last season there was only five maps at the start of the season there's now eight on the game some uh some new ones amsterdam's personal favorite of mine it's on a roof um but yeah no hopefully we can get it going this week um at some point that'd be the dream brilliant well again don't play it myself, but looking forward to seeing the results come in and obviously plenty of content while um, the f1 takes a break uh, until October so uh, yeah best of luck everybody competing um, right boys we'll, we'll leave it there um, so um, I mean Hilly thank you so much for coming on the pod um, hope you've had a good time um, thanks for your insight on uh, on League One did you enjoy yourself? yeah brilliant fantastic as always thanks for having me on cheers guys absolutely fine mate thank you very much um, and Ash obviously thank you as always for coming on buddy um, yep. again apologies I must hold my hands up I was a bit late this evening for Hilly and Ash so thank you very much for you two for hanging on Um and again, thanks for pushing the buttons as always, Ash. It's, it's always appreciated. Yeah, no worries. Cool. Right, boys, we will uh, see you guys on the next podcast in about two weeks' time. Uh, by which point, hopefully, I'll have had six points off Aaron. And uh, and Ash will um, will be top of the prem. Who knows? <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, we will, uh, we'll catch you on the next one, boys. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Cheers.